Good morning. As many of you know, I have had the blessing and the privilege to serve in the kitchen at Camp Capers over the past five weeks. Because of this, I have been surrounded and even overwhelmed by the amounts of food that camp has to offer. Along with my other work crew members, Ryan is the resident Camp Capers chef who is one of the most lighthearted and fun bosses that I have personally ever had. Because of this, we all got really anxious when Ryan very seriously asked us to have a work crew meeting one afternoon during our break. As we sat down, he said that we as a crew needed to have a discussion surrounding the following week as the good, um, good Samaritan was bringing campers. Good Samaritan is a nonprofit which was founded here in the Episcopal Diocese of West Texas and serves to support families in overcoming economic poverty around the South Texas area. Many of the children who were coming to camp from San Antonio and Brownsville through Good Samaritan were food insecure. COVID-19 has made this food insecurity worse as people have been losing their jobs. In our own community and surrounding county, counties, the San Antonio Food Bank estimates that as many as 375,710 individuals face food insecurity. Ryan explained to our crew that we need to make sure that the kids from Good Sam felt confident that they were going to get three meals a day. We similarly discussed how to handle situations where campers might try to take food back to their cabin in an effort to bring it home to their families. As I sat listening to this, it shattered my heart. Not only have I had the privilege of growing up where I never questioned where my next meal would come from, I'd even gone so far as to grumble and complain about how much food that we had to make at camp every week. This type of food insecurity is unfortunately not a new occurrence as it dates all the way back to biblical times. The Hebrew scriptures have continuous themes of times of feast and times of famine and how the Lord has provided for the Jewish people in those times of both physical and spiritual famine. Food was crucial not only in terms of physical nourishment, but also in their spirituality and society, so much so that the Hebrew scriptures establish festivals around harvest seasons that celebrate not only the physical feast of gathering food, but also the spiritual ways God has provided for them as a people. Two of these celebrations and commemorations include the Festival of Unleavened Bread and the Festival of the Wheat Harvest. The Festival of Unleavened Bread, during the time of the barley harvest, remembers the Israelites' journey through the wilderness after escaping Egyptian oppression, where God fed them with manna. The Festival of the Wheat Harvest remembers God um, giving the Israelites his law through Moses on Mount Sinai. These festivals celebrate spiritually remarkable events where God provided in times of spiritual famine when they had strayed from God. Food was what kept the Jewish people set apart as God's chosen ones, a physical embodiment of their inward spirituality and loyalty to God. They committed themselves to the belief that God would provide for both their physical and spiritual needs, even in times of famine. 
In this morning's gospel reading, Jesus re-emphasizes this theme found throughout the Hebrew scriptures, that food can be both physical and spiritual gift. The Jewish people, though, are confused, and understandably so. Because of this tumultuous time of feast and famine, or what we would call food insecurity, they question why Jesus would want them to physically eat his flesh. While Jesus was a physical provider, his goal was to provide his followers with a sense of security in order for them to experience the divine. A few weeks ago, we read how Jesus feeds the 5,000 physically, and in this morning's reading, he is trying to feed them spiritually. The Jewish people were so focused on the necessity of physical nourishment that they are struggling to see food as a representation of the divine of God's love for us. This was a similar pattern that I saw within some of the Good Samaritan campers. They had so much anxiety and fear about their physical needs being met that they could not focus on meeting their own spiritual needs. By the end of the week, though, I saw a transformation. They slowly became secure in the routine of our mealtimes, serve them their plate, call for seconds, and pray grace. On our last night, we had a bonfire under the stars, and some of the campers shared what they had learned about God. A common theme throughout their responses was that God loves us no matter what. I'm so incredibly grateful that they were able to feel secure enough in their physical needs being met that they were able to release that anxiety and focus on the divine being present among them in such powerful ways. As we transition to back to school, or even as we slowly start to emerge from this ever-changing pandemic, it is extremely easy to be overwhelmed by our own physical needs. Questions like, will my loved ones get sick as we start to open up? Will we have enough to eat? Will we have enough money to pay rent? Or even, will I be able to transition back in person from online school? While it is difficult to achieve both the physical and spiritual security that Jesus was able to give his people in today's gospel, I challenge us this day to incorporate the spiritual among our day-to-day physical needs, whether that is saying a quick thank you God before meals, or even contributing to our own reconciliation food pantry. As we go into this new and unknown season of back to school or transition during this uncertain time, the words of the Lord's Prayer from the New Zealand Prayer Book hold a special relevance in my own heart, and I hope it does in yours too. With the bread we need for today, feed us. In the hurts we absorb from one another, forgive us. In times of temptation and test, strengthen us. Amen.